Hello, family, friends, fans, and fellow adventurers, and welcome back to the Practical Heroes flagship campaign, Immortals, set in the entirely homebrew world of Eroth. Last time, our adventurers split in half as one pair of them went to the library to do some research, and the other pair went to the training grounds to spar with the weapons master, and maybe learn a thing or two. Spanner and Mura began to uncover many of the secrets of Bemenemat, and the city, and the nation, which came before and gave rise to the magics that they are beginning to find more about, as well as the origins of the Rite of Sealing and Binding, in particular, focusing on being able to substitute the person casting the spell as a focus for an object or an item instead. Whilst they were researching and fantasizing about bread in the shape of angel seals, Thorgol engaged in an arduous fight with the weapons master, having chosen to go weaponless. And he, he still, still used some blood magic to summon a weapon anyway, because he realized he was losing. And he lost anyway. And where we'd left off, it was Semerel's turn to fight, with Booker scouring the crowds, making sure that he was getting everyone's bets in. I will not, forgive me weapons master, I will not. My weapons are a part of my body. They are, they follow my motions as do my hands and my arms. They are merely an extension. As it should be, and he holds out a hand and the sword. <laughs> He spins it round. That's a very neat trick. <laughs> so Rell's like on the inside, he's like, I hope he teaches me that. That's very cool. Semarel <laughs> 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 is going to uh, make sure he's got a nice tight grip on his shield in his left hand uh, and uh, wields his morning star uh, and uh, simply is standing uh, ready as a student would do before before a teacher. He's, he's there, he's keen, he's ready, but he's not like braced up, ready for a, a fight just yet. It's kind of... I will allow you a brief prayer to your god before we begin, if that is how you usually prepare to a fight. But not a magical one. Semarel, uh Semarel nods and, and bows respectfully before... Um, uh, what's what's the what's the flooring like? Is it like just dirt and dust and sand and stuff? Yeah, like a fighting very much bit. standard oh, dust ring. <laughs> he yeah. has a very um, very dusty ring for you. Oh, I bet he does. Uh, <laughs> With a little <laughs> bit of cleansing stone blood on it now. Hmm. <laughs> uh, we'll leave that there. Uh, <laughs> so I was going to uh, uh, remove his shield then and just like slam it down into the dirt, um, so that it's it embedded in, standing upright, <laughs> left hand uh, atop the shield, and uh, takes a knee and just has a uh, has a quick moment uh, to, here. Guide my hand. Allow me to learn the skills from this master, so that I may better carry out judgments in your name. Uh, <laughs> and then he'll, he'll stand up, re-affix uh, re his shield, grab his morning star. Um, he'll brace up behind his shield uh, and give that sort of that 
it's several likes communicating nods apparently today um, and he just gives the <laughs> I'm ready let's do this nod you you do also very much notice in the time that you were saying your little prayer um, by the time you've stood up he has taken a much more relaxed stance and is just kind of stood almost like perfectly straight sword clasped in both hands hilt is about waist high and the blade is just kind of perpendicular yes no parallel parallel not perpendicular the blade's just kind of parallel to his body just straight up the middle and he's just staring at you with a smile come then and uh round one begins as thorgol this little gross dude comes pattering over and wanna place a bet? Or are you still in too much pain? It's <laughs> <laughs> for him, I don't think I have any. Ah, I do have some money, not much. Uh, there's a brief pause from Thorval as he turn looks down to see uh and he kind of tilts his head like there's some recognition. Uh, I only have a few copper. Is that enough to place a bet? Sure. I mean, you can bet other things as well. I don't judge. Oh, put your gauntlets down. <laughs> uh, I'll bet uh, 10 copper on the uh, good boy over there. All right. <laughs> Several has just been it's just been polymorphed into a puppy. Right then, out. round one. Roll. <laughs> oh come on! That's a hefty starting roll. That's a crowd of twelve for Several. So how does Semarel begin the fight? Hey, are, you, uh, are you a Cobra Kai or are you a Miyagi Do? <laughs> <laughs> um, he is probably going to uh, go for a, a swing, um, but I'm, I'm going to imagine that uh, perhaps not used to fighting in sand or having not done so for quite some time, he, he might just get slip a little and just throws off his swing. Um, but he's he's going to go in and try and um, try and stick one in like the ribs in like the flank, go for the side. <laughs> Kind of not quite exactly where he like where he saw the wound earlier, um, but definitely kind of around that area. Nice. Um, he is unflinching and unmoving as you start running towards him, very much like what he did with Thorgol, giving no indication of how he might start this fight. And as you say, Samarel is very much not necessarily entirely used to this sort of ground, maybe, and it does throw your balance off somewhat and you see the flash of recognition in his eyes that you're not entirely comfortable and just a true fighter can fight in any terrain and as you swing with the morning star it's like you look up and he's definitely not stood exactly where he was and there is a sword held to your throat and he just whoop gives you a little <laughs> slice on the cheek as Thorgal you watch as Semarel's coming in he kind of staggers a little bit and as he does this weapons master just very quickly sidesteps and as he does just 
spins round the morning star with the sword. And you, you'd have some vague memory as well with uh, Ethan's crystal sword, that an arrow crystal weapon, regardless of what the weapon itself is, can be incredibly light, which is definitely how he's being able to move this dexterously with a full-on longsword without Semarel seeming to have any idea that he just completely sidestepped the blow and is just like the indication came from this sword kind of scraping over the top of the shield <laughs> uh, with a 26. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm, okay, okay. Just a, just a tiny 26. Yeah. yeah. I did unfortunately roll appallingly well. <laughs> oh, so unfortunate, bitch. Yeah, so unfortunate. Please stop that, bitch. Please stop. A very slight single trickle from well, it. It's I a hope very, your very much turns. Very much. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to carve graze. a W in like Semarel's yeah. cheek or something. <laughs> <laughs> Slash will be a mark. Um, yeah, it's it's definitely like a light graze to the point of like you've got the cut and it's bleeding now, but. In a couple of minutes, it's probably already healed. Very much kind of paper cut style, but a little deeper. <laughs> um, uh, and you I, just kind of so. rechambers, pulls back slightly to allow you to get out of this weird <laughs> entanglement yeah. of limbs. <laughs> Yeah, several will give that give a really cocky smirk. As I, it seems I have much to learn. That is why I'm here. As he goes straight through. He's not Rambo. Um. <laughs> At least Samuel isn't like intentionally throwing his all in the sand. Round uh, two. Mm. Unless Samuel's doing anything beforehand, like he saw Fulgold doing, trying to throw some magic in to get cheeky. No, no, no. <laughs> cool. Does uh, um, a twenty-eight hit? It just might. What is Samuel doing? Mm. Uh, Samuel is going to. Um, He's going, to, he's going to take advantage of that stumble that he took previously, uh, and is the, I imagine the previous one was like telegraphed. Uh, as he goes in for that hit onto the weapons master's right hand side, um, is going to turn, raise his elbow, and then kind of follow through and go to like clock him in the left, in the other shoulder, like kind of cool. like lure him into a bit of a feint, cool, cool, and then cool. go like bump. <laughs> So as uh, as you're kind of like still in the middle of that stumble, the weapons master kind of does that like almost pirouette turn kind of around Semarel's body, raises his hand to the onlookers and just, a true fighter must be able to fight in any environment. Don't you agree as Semarel turns mid stumble and starts swinging towards him? You hear a couple of, look out! <laughs> as he turns around, spins to kind of try and meet the morning star. And as you come in with the feint, there's an ever so slight deflection on that right. And you kind of, you had a feeling it might. So you go in for that feint, you let that parry happen. You use the momentum to spin the morning star around, come at him from the left. And again, the moment, like the flash of recognition in his eyes as he's like, oh shit, kind of drops the sword with his right catches with his left, tries to bring it up, and you just straight into the side of him and send him staggering with a, a good hit. 
That makes us even. Throws it back to his right hand. <laughs> I still have much to learn. As he, he's, he's going to take that, uh, take a step back, uh, and sort of get back to his, his readied stance. Cool. As will the weapons master now in very much that kind of like half crouch, sword up, pointing towards you, one hand up in front of him. Yeah. And round three. Roll them dices. Them dice. Does a twenty-five hit? What is Semarel doing? Uh, he is going to. As you're now uh... kind of like starting to circle each other, both ready. <laughs> Yeah, I imagine he is. Ah, like he's going to like Captain Kirk and, and that creature from that scene circling each other. Um, oh, is yes. going to <laughs> everybody. The Trekkies know. The Trekkies know. Uh, <laughs> I can hear the music in my head now. Damn. Uh, going to lead in with his shield, actually. Um, lead in with his shield and kind of follow up underneath it and um, go and try and kind of remove the, the Weapon Master's weapon from the attack, brace up against it, come in underneath it, and um, using the, the, the bottom end of the Morningstar, he's not trying to, like, do him in, um, but definitely goes to land a, uh, a severe poke in. He's going for that same wound that he saw earlier, just kind of under the shield, remove the weapon, get his kind of, like, hands, arms out of the way, reduce the risk of anything coming back at him, and just, like, a cheeky little jab um, at <laughs> the wound he saw earlier. Nice, and it's definitely very doable, having already seen him fight a little bit. He's not necessarily one to telegraph massively, but there are elements of it every now and again, and you see he was very much caught a little bit by surprise from that first hit. So it is telegraphed a little more than he may necessarily have liked, and you see that kind of hint in his eyes that he's going high and as he comes running in towards you he literally leaps up into the air and is coming down with this two-handed swing and you just leave yourself completely open for it ready to swing with the morning star and as it comes thundering down at the last second you duck in low bring up the shield and this sword with this almost tuning fork ring bounces off the shield, you can see this crystal vibrating as the longsword bounces off, and as he's off balance, you come up with the boop, <laughs> straight into the wound that he got from before, and he's, ah! A divine and boop. Exploiting, <laughs> yes, and exploiting an enemy's weakness is always useful in a fight. Ah! <laughs> and like, takes the second to stop, and ah! <laughs> A good hit. It's better than I give you credit for. Thank you, Weapons Master. I do not wish to. Uh, I am glad that I have not been so easy for you to read. As he is again, he cocks back and he's just standing there ready. I mean, like, Semarel would just keep going until the Weapon oh, yeah. Master says, like, that's enough, or he's, or Semarel stops breathing. He would just be like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. There's a definite grin on the weapons master's face now, seeing that both of you by now 
have actually been quite adequate opponents. You can, like, both of you easily read it from the smile. And this time, as Semerel's readying himself, he doesn't kind of stop, rechamber, get ready, start circling. He just immediately recovers from this hit and just starts running towards you at pretty intense speed. As we roll once more. Oh, boy. <laughs> we both just rolled exactly the same. Like, no joke. Oh, oh wow. Both from 18 plus 9 for 27. <laughs> yeah, that's a 27, <laughs> all right. Oh, oh is, is there some like sort of awesome anime style, like clashing of weapons and that big He comes, <laughs> he comes <laughs> sprinting in towards you and almost at the last second turns it into that kind of like side flip as basically like a Beyblade now coming towards you, just this spinning sword thing. And you're like, oh crap. As he's doing the Palpatine in towards you, you bring up the shield and he, you, like it almost everything slows down as you're about to deflect the sword with the shield. You see him clock it and turn this spin into a flip, kind of lands on the shield as you pushed up to deflect the weapon. He springs off, you swing up with the Morning Star, he deflects it with the sword lands his backs to you you swing again with the morning star because his backs to you now and all of a sudden the sword is just there in between the pair of you and he slowly turns around and just okay and pushes the two of you apart <laughs> let's roll again <laughs> as you do now see a single bead of sweat. Ooh. Oh, this sweaty boy. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, His it, wings it, getting it does, sweaty. Um, it, it does not do well to repeat the same attack. It is, it is just as important as you say to keep one, keep your enemy on their toes. As uh, he's going to fly in and uh, is going to. Kind of like try. I, mean, I imagine he's he, he's gonna try and he's gonna be a little bit, maybe not quite as a good boy as he should be. Kicks <laughs> up maybe a touch of the dust. It, absolutely intentionally, of course. He's just trying to find his feet. Um, of course, and of course. Uh, goes in to try and kind of like de uh, try to remove his weapon. Try aim for the hand uh, with a twenty six. Okay. With a natural 20. Oh, no! <laughs> Unfortunately, Ooh. as you come running towards him and you kick up this dust, you see it does absolutely hit him directly in the face. And you're like, I've got him now. And he's just like, the best fighters don't need to see to be able to fight and just hits the ground <laughs> and slides directly towards your feet as you're like, I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> Any kind of, like, absolute slide tackle with the studs at the shin. He's going for the broken leg if you weren't wearing plate mail. <laughs> yeah. um, and as this foot kind of connects with your leg, it throws you off balance. And as he comes up from this slide, he just slashes up across the back of your arm. Mm -hmm. It's holding the shield, we'll say. 
the, I'm, I would like to use a reaction, if I may. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sarah is going to uh, let us uh, let us see what mysteries Spanner has allowed me, um, and is going to activate his repulsion shield. Nice. Um, okay, so it's yeah, so it's two all now, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So as he kind of slices up across the shield arm, he turns round, and as you are kind of like just recoiling from this hit, Thorgol, you can see the weapons master's eyes are still firmly closed with all the dust and dirt and sand in them, as. Semerel's arm gets hit, the shield just suddenly glows, and as Semerel swings back with his arm, there's a... <laughs> as this pulse of energy erupts from the shield. Is it a saving throw from me, or is it...? No, it's, um... He just it's, does. Uh, it, they are, uh, yeah, they are pushed up to 15 cool. feet away. <laughs> so, you watch as... It's almost like as he's getting up from that hit, he's about to start kind of showboating to the crowd with the eyes still closed. The shield glows and there's just a and he is yeah. launched off his feet, <laughs> face plants a little bit into of the ground. A oh bit of yes! Right before. Nice. Everything slows down. The yeah. Yes. <laughs> he also completely on the back side of the shield. It does say number one paladin on a little button. Oh. <laughs> Oh, best of pals. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's very sweet. BFF forever. <laughs> there's there's a, a slight moment as, like, face dragging across ground as he gets knocked off his feet. But he styles it out into a roll and that, like, superhero landing sword out and just... So, we have magic weapons, do we? As he starts wiping the dust and dirt from his eyes. It was a gift from a very dear friend. As was mine. And he starts running towards you, if you'd like to roll. Oh man. Oh, that was so nearly a natural one. <laughs> oh wow. That is a 28 to hit. So, as he... As was mine. He starts running towards you. He's coming in with this incredibly telegraphed stab, like around mm. kind of around throat and collarbone, but still easily Ooh. blockable, so it's not going to kill you. And at the last second, he just and the sword flies out of his hand and starts spinning around your body. But you've seen this sort of trickery before, and with your 28. What would you like to do? As you see this sword coming in from the side and he's kind of following up with a punch in case the sword maybe doesn't connect. Mm, um, the uh, the shield is going to, I mean, it would be amazing if, but I, it's, uh, it's stretching that thread a bit too far probably. Um, shield to wherever the, the, the sword is coming from. If it's behind him, he'd literally just shield mm -hmm. to his back. Um, and sees the punch coming up and probably meets it with a punch. 
you know, tries to like deflect mm-hmm. the blow rather than he's not he, the guy's unarmed. He's not going to follow up with a weapon attack and bash him in the wrist or anything. Um, but definitely, what the the hand that's holding that uh, morning star is just going to come through and just try and deflect that blow. As he comes running in towards you, you see this sword coming in from behind, and you again with that kind of tuning fork ring as the sword is deflected. He follows up with that punch. You see the eyes widen as he realizes you've just kind of simultaneously deflected the sword and you're following up with an attack as well. And there is a definite crunch as your hand meets his. You feel a couple of the knuckles on his hand pop. He staggers back and... Well, that makes three. (laughs) And you hear it as he pops the fingers back in and... And the sword... Shoots itself from his back. <laughs> and he. You fight well. And gives you a proper bow like you gave him. Uh, Samurai will absolutely. He will. Uh, taking the lead. Uh, following up from the Weapons Master's lead, he will um, kind of holster his Morning Star and drop his shield down by his side and, and greet him with a bow. Return the bow. Uh, though I am. It was. An excellent fight, and I thank you for the honor. I thank the both of you for it. As I said, when you prove you are worthy of respect, that is when you have my respect. And the pair of you have definitely earned some. Come. It, it, it looked like he just just like behind his shield, but like, oh, I was the best one. Yeah. All right. Fine. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and as he claps, everyone just ah! money is being handed back out and around. Booker comes walking back over to you, looking very sheepish. Yeah. Hands you your winnings. <laughs> Clearly, sure, thoroughly yeah. expecting the weapons master to win again. And the weapons master just, well, we are all hungry, thirsty from training, yes. Come. And starts heading towards the uh, kind of like outpost building. Everyone starts following, everyone's clapping both of you on the back's shoulders. Ah, good fight, good fight, etc., etc. Is there anything the two of you are doing? Uh, how much money did I get real quick? Uh, you gave I'm ten copper, didn't the you? Paladin. Yeah, I'm assuming yes. the paladin was the underdog. Maybe, possibly. <laughs> it was. It was. It was more of just a bet to win, get your money back, and what you bet. Gotcha. So you get twenty gold. T- twenty gold. Twenty gold. Jordan wants to know what the odds <laughs> yeah. were. Basically, two. Jordan's like, two was this a two to one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it was more, and Booker's just pocketed the rest. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> He's no one ever stops to ask him except that one time at the gnome throwing where you stop to ask him. Uh, Does this as, work like Vegas? <laughs> as Thorval's kind of counting his copper, he'll just... So, uh, how much did you end up making in your little wager? 
Uh, yeah, sorry. I thought you were talking to Booker. Booker, I was like, no, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Semrel's a little dazed for all that. That was quite a fight. Uh, I, I, he, so, he refutes the allegation entirely. He sort of stands very straight. I, I, I did not make any money. I simply gathered a financial contribution to the Church of Cahir, and there's just that, uh, that little playful smirk. <laughs> the, right, I, I'm right, sure right. that the orphans yeah, yeah, will donation, be very grateful. A tithing and donation, of course. Of How course. I forget? Of course. I must say, you... Praise be to Cahir. You... I must say, you surprised me as I watched. I didn't think someone as noble as you would... Uh, Stir up the dirt, as it were. I, I, I am sure I don't know what you mean. I simply had to find my footing. I'm sure that you saw, of course, the the slight stumble I had at the start. It was not a mistake to repeat again. I of wanted course. to be sure that I I had a, a firm stance from which to launch an attack. <laughs> Understand. <laughs> it's like. Blank face, like I believe my lie. It's obvious, but I believe it. <laughs> now let's. How about that drink? Indeed, I think we have both earned it. Any? Uh, yeah, do you know what? Samuel's gonna. Uh, Samuel's gonna offer um, offer a handout to uh, Chumanok. He'll take it and buy the rest. Oh, I meant hold hands. We skip down to the table. Oh, yeah, <laughs> 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 I love it. Just guys being pals. That's it. That's it. Um, yeah, it'll go for that. Yeah, that forearm kind of like three hundred style handshake and just mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Nice. And as the pair of you are led in with the others to indulge in slightly watered-down wine, slightly stale bread, and some okay cheese. Uh, Spanner and Mura. Uh, I've lost my page, there it is. Golem number 4372 mm-hmm. approaches the table. Is there anything I can help you with? How goes the research? Are there more materials you would like me to fetch? Uh, it is going well, yes. I do have a list of things for you to get. And she'll um, pass over all the items needed to make uh, angelic seal bread. <laughs> uh, probably like too much. I, I feel like Spanner probably comes from a sizable community, right. so you always you always cook and so it's probably like a, a feast and famine sort of situation when <laughs> when Sim and Spanner are traveling. If she gets the opportunity to cook, it's way too fucking much, and then the rest of the time they're like scrounging for food. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's very much like whole arm, pretty much no elbow very delicately takes mm-hmm. this piece of paper from you and is just holding it out at full arm's length in front of his face. And just... These are not books. 
No, they are not books. But you could give it to maybe someone to go buy things for us. Yes. I see. Very well. I shall return. Turns. Bye, thank you. Stomps away, still holding it fully outstretched. <laughs> yeah, because we were told we would have personal shoppers, so. I'm going to use that. Um, ain't, got, and ain't got time to go to the grocery store when you're researching? Yeah, we got to get that angelic research? seal bread. <laughs> what more wish you to research? Um... Goodness, I don't know. There's so much. Um, if there's if there's big big stuff, we will cover it in the downtime stuff. But the yeah. more pressing things, <laughs> if you'd like, in person answers today. Right. I'm just trying to think. As far as like, I have to sort through Mary Mary stuff and Spanner mm. knowledge and sort who's this who's. There's so true. many personalities up in this head. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Mm. Mira's just oh, reading you know books what? about bath bombs. <laughs> it may not be relevant to all of this, but um, there's no way she's not going to do this in any library. Uh, Spanner's going to spend some time looking for any information about uh, possible relics of Kahir. Because sure, you know. um, sure. I will so. let you decide how you're going about searching for this with whichever check you think fits. Oh, let's see. I mean, it's probably. Looking through just uh, lore and histories related to the god, trying to find uh, any any mentions of anything weapon like that stand out, because you know gods and their followers do like to uh, do like to talk about their fancy tools. They do. And Spanner is very interested in the fancy tools, so that she can make better ones. Sure. Um, By the so. way, on all of the pieces of paper that Spanner has given uh, Mira, she has drawn uh, seals with wings Excellent. on them. Nice. 100%. And that yeah. new, Superman new team S name right there. That isn't a Superman S. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what Mira is doing while Spanner's not given her any instructions. If she has the nothing to do, me. It's, it's both of them. <laughs> yeah. We are she angelic. She just pulls colored pencils out of her yeah. pockets. She's got gel pens from somewhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> angelic Steel Team Six. Here we go. Nice. Angelic Steel <laughs> um, cool. Team so Six. I guess we'd be Angelic Steel Team Four because there's only. Cool. Anyway, um, new group name. <laughs> yep. That's what I'm going with. We could then call this either like a history or religion possibly um if you're looking for hints of magical items we could go for arcana um 
And there's not wow. much here. I got an 11 both times, so. <sighs> um, She's distracted by all this. This She really wants to get to making true. that bread. <laughs> um... She is it's, so excited about this bread. We're going to make honey bread. We're going to make uh, basil bread, <laughs> angelic seal loaf bread. We're going to make like a garlic cheese, angelic seal loaf bread. There's going to be so many breads. Nice. A rosemary. Um, like just a kiss of a rosemary in it. <laughs> uh, 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 there we go. The most yes. angelic seal. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's, it's definitely less that there's not a huge amount about it, which there isn't masses of information about it. It's just harder to find and somewhat harder to understand in the sense of, I imagine usually in reading books like this, Spanner would be like, look, I can understand it for the most part, but Sem, can you just translate all this religion ridiculousness, please? Like, are they actually talking about what they're actually talking about? <laughs> are they using other words to refer to something else? <laughs> is this all metaphors or is there really yeah, a thing? Yeah, like, it's, it's really can, can hard to tell. Can she check the books out? Sure. All right, she'll she'll check some of those out to take them to. Um, I don't. I can never tell with these there. Very. They use a lot of flowery language and metaphors and hyperbole. It is like, very. There's, there's kind you of know, reference. It is funny. They think it is interesting that someone can walk on water, but really, you know, there are rings for that. And really, anyone can do it if you have the ring. It is not that special. That's true. Welcome to D and D, where walking on water isn't actually that special. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, it's it's kind of hard. There is reference back and forth to this notion of, like, the divine sword Kahir, but, like, that's also what they refer to him as, because sometimes he appears with a very big sword to bring justice to people. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's a hammer, but his symbol's a sword, so it could be talking about his holy symbol. Like, it's just too flowery. Let's go back Sometimes, to formula it's just about his dick. <laughs> Sometimes, yes. So, grab um, the holy sword and thrust it. The massive hammer of Um, Cool. Is there anything else in particular you're looking for? Um, no. Not that I can not think of for now. I mean, you said we were to have downtime and stuff, so. Yes. I think I think we would rather get to baking. That's what I think. Yeah. 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 Priorities. So at this point, we uh, Yeah, sorry. No, I was going to say, we got a lot of information. I think that eating seal bread just sounds so much better. Nice. Um, so at this point, it's probably taken the better part of most of the day to get all of this research happening. During which time, uh, Thorgol and Semerel, you have been kind of in and out of this dining hall, effectively. Um, occasional rest breaks, but for the most part, being absolutely driven hard in training. There's a lot of... There's a couple of instances where the weapons master's having you fight each other with kind of training swords, very much kind of like slow and deliberate 
telegraph everything just so I can see how you move. We'll deal with an actual fight between the two of you at another point. Um, for now, just show me how you might fight each other. Then there's, alright, there's two of you, there's four of them. Fight and that kind of thing and breaking it up and fighting various individual other trainees as the weapons master just constantly walks around and just shouts at you a whole bunch about everything you're doing wrong. But then the minute you leave the training rings, it's back to the very much, you do well, you impress me and this and that, but when you're in there, it's you are shit. <laughs> Be better. <laughs> Um, so Ron probably has a little cry at all the, the <laughs> being nasty man shouting at him. <laughs> um, but I'm trying my hardest. <laughs> eventually, um, evening comes around and people start to depart the training grounds and presumably Spanner and Mira start to make their way back somewhere for respite and to meet up with the other two, because I think you said you were going to meet back at the place where you split from and then decide what to do from there, probably. That sounds right. That would make, that would make some sense, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, we'll say... Uh, Thorgol and uh, Semara will probably get there first, I imagine. Spanner likely gets a bit too into doing some of the research and Mira just has no idea for the most part until one of them is like, oh wait, we're supposed to be heading back around now, whoops. <laughs> I would say Spanner probably has a uh, a little timer to nice. remind her to, that probably Sim set, or had her set <laughs> before they parted ways. Yeah. Um, and nice. then they'll load up Scuttlebutt with books and uh, groceries. Mm-hmm. Come back when the streetlights come on. <laughs> Every time this timer goes off, I want you to stop and drink some water. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a thing. There's another one. Yeah, <laughs> she's just got like five all up her arm. <laughs> um, all up, yes. They just, They're like, everywhere. Buzz. <laughs> and she has um, them on different, yeah. like for different spells and stuff. I've already said that she's got timers yeah, yeah, for, yeah. for mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, you are, you are let out as well, a little earlier, uh, Thorgol and Semarel, than expected. And you make your way back, and you return to that humble house <laughs> uh, where you see Zola kind of in the window, and he acknowledges seeing you through it and starts shuffling out through the front door, and as the three of you are kind of there right by the front door, you see Spanner and Mura cresting the horizon and then towering behind them, this golem carrying armfuls of books. <laughs> Scuttlebutt covered in books. <laughs> Everyone's just walking down the street towards you. Your <coughs> friend seems to really like to read. She, she certainly does. It uh, has gotten us out of some rather tight situations on more than one occasion. Her intellect is astounding. 
and I should warn you, uh, it the weapons master would likely have had a very, very different day if Spanner were there. And he sort of gives that look of like, mm-hmm, don't mess with her. The weapons master would be the one crying in the corner. Destroy all knowledge comes in the portal, smiling about a crab and yeah. all sort of things. <laughs> so, so it's just one time there was a mimic on a beach, and it was oh, it was weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> She has many tricks and surprises up her sleeve. In fact, up both sleeves. As they reach you. Hi! Hello! Samara will give a, a wary wave. I imagine that at the very least, Samara is knackered. <laughs> he's just oh, yeah. exhausted. He is exhausted. Uh, Dirty, I mean, you guys... like grimy, sweaty, but he's got the biggest grin on his face. Absolutely. You guys can quite easily see Thorgold and Semrel are beaten to shit. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> but also very much that you should see the other guy look, and you can see as well, kind of coming from the same direction. There's a couple of people limping back to homes, one guy's arms just hanging. <laughs> <laughs> and you see him give Semarel a very wide <laughs> as he walks past. That was quite an experience. Uh, how, how did you both fare in the library? Oh, we we learned so many many things. I just yes. It will take me a long time to tell you all of it. It looks like you had fun though. Would you like to be clean? I I look forward to hearing it. I I am quite sure. And uh, what what do we do? We have any plans right now? Where are we going next? We're going back to the house, are we? I I probably I probably Can should I be clean before visiting someone's house. If you do not mind, Spanner, I would appreciate it. Yes. You're coming to my house? Mm-hmm. Yes, so we can take- ah! <laughs> Yes, I, I do not want to be unclean in your home. It would be most inappropriate and rude of me. Oh, it's okay. A lot of unclean people have come to my house before. Thorgal's one of um, them! <laughs> <laughs> uh, blood everywhere. Yeah, Spanner will reach into her pack and get the box that has the little maid bots in it and open them so that they can uh, scrubbing bubbles <laughs> all, uh, all over uh, Sim. And then I guess Simrol would notice at this point that there's not just books, there's baking supplies also. Oh yeah. Like a lot of baking supplies. It does not seem that the library here is much like any other that I have visited previously. I have never gone to a library and departed with baking products. No? No, they simply have books and scrolls and tomes, not ovens and trays and tins. It's usually too noisy, is it not? They did shopping for us. I am going to cook. Oh, uh, somewhere I'll give a, uh, we'll go to, give a little nudge to Tuminok, and uh, I, I am sure that we have, uh, we will enjoy the, the baking, and he's, he's clearly now quite uh, excited, he's very much looking forward to trying some of this. Many Whatever it is. indeed your friend has, I'm eager to sample your cooking spanner. We're going to make angelic seal bread. We read about it in books. Oh, 
Zola looks at you very slowly. <laughs> very slow head tilt, very questioning look. He's like, wow, like angelic sea, like arcane sigils in bread. That's going to be div- divine. Yeah, it's, going to be, it's going to be heavenly. Uh, oh, he's got no idea. Wings. It's going to be very fun. Yes. <laughs> he's um, going to be so disappointed when he finds out that it's not what he's so, picturing in his so mind. <laughs> well, I mean, and where would you like me to put the books, mistresses? Says oh, this enormous ghost. Fan <laughs> <laughs> oh. our faces a little bit. Um, <laughs> you have oh. room at your house, yes? Oh yeah, I have tons of room. There's so much room. Excellent. They will await you there. <laughs> just start stomping off down the street. <laughs> Okay, don't take my door off the hinges, please. I don't know why I think that you would do that, but... Straight to the side of the wall. Are you going to have him replace a pile of books with that one? I mean, it didn't... No, I'm a big guy. There wasn't a lot of room inside your house. What? There's plenty of... Well, I I do have a, a large collection of things. Um... It's just things I've collected over over time. Um, I guess he could. I mean, he could put the the books in in one of the book piles. They're, just, they're not at the ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And Spanner took and... that personally. <laughs> <laughs> it's a challenge to make yeah. it silly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we have. We, I think that there's enough room, and I can get a futon. I have a futon. Um, I can get another futon. <laughs> there's another the, room. There's I'm an sure. IKEA down the road. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I can make a futon. <laughs> yes, even better. Yeah, I. I just. I mean, you really think there was too much stuff? I guess I don't really notice because I need a lot of those things. Like I said, I mean, I am a fairly taller than you and take up a little bit more room, so maybe it's a height perception. You know what we could You're do? Bunk. When we yeah. get back to your house, uh-huh. if they're okay with it, I'll pick you up and put hold you up to my eye height, and then okay. you can see. Alright, I think that that's a good idea. Um, because then I think I'll be able to kind of have a better perspective of like perhaps what you're seeing. Yes, absolutely. I'd love to be picked up. <laughs> uh, is there That's it. <laughs> Is there anything you wish to ask before we part ways for the evening? Anything else I could help you with? Says Zola. Oh. Zola's here? When did this happen? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know Zola was here. Oh my god, so embarrassing. You are so, you are so sneaky. <laughs> he was there when I said he met Samurai and Thorgol outside the house. <laughs> oh, cool. Totally missed yeah, that. <laughs> we're very focused on the books and the baking, the, and we're very yeah. excited. And yeah. Yeah, now Spanner's like pulling at her collar, trying to catch her breath, like that startled the fuck out of her. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, do you have any leads for us to follow of where we should look next? 
my leads were the library. Fair enough. Unless you mean leads on specific things, but we were under the impression that you had research you wanted to do first, yes? Ah. Yes, and it is going very well. Thank you very much. Excellent. Uh, I assume from the breadth of the tomes that you have extracted, uh, it is entirely possible that by now you've likely come across one or two of our uh, recordings of spells. Yes, you've come across our magics. Yes, yes they have. I would very much like to hear your thoughts on as someone from outside with not much exposure. Well, I would say the, the blood magic seems very unhygienic and I feel like there could be a, a cleaner process and the void seems not stable. I think with some tweaking and a bit more polishing it could be stable. It very much could. Yes. Very interesting. I will come back and stabilize your spells for you later. <laughs> uh, thank you for your insight. Uh, in terms of leads, I should say, uh, is there anything in particular you would like to learn from us? And this is to all of you, is there a school of magic you may wish to begin to embark upon? Is there... I don't know, that's about all I can think of off the top of my head, but we have a great many things we could potentially provide you, depending the... on how long you are here. What an Esther. Uh, show the form of magic I've never seen used before. It, or I'm just talking mainly about the sp watching the spinning sword and then also his radiance weapon and all that stuff. Just talking about mm -hmm. those. Um, if there is a way to unlock those secrets and learn even the taste of that method, he is certainly a master of a few schools of magic, but not necessarily in the usual general sense of a master of a school of magic. He's not a mage by any means, but he has studied the foundations and applications of a few uh, areas of magic. And in this study he has, as have others before him, developed uh, ways of applying these to the battlefield. Yes, uh, creating weapons from nothing, uh, which is something that can be found in many of the schools. Uh, I believe he personally uses a combination of uh, celestial magic and the magic of illumination. 
I believe he once explained it as he effectively conjures a sword made of light and uses an angelic seal to bind it in reality and make it hurt a little bit more. And as he kind of like, he looks, he can see like the scorch mark down the side of you from where the yeah, sure. <laughs> sword had grazed you. You see the eyebrow raise slightly and there's a slight chuckle. <laughs> Needless to say, uh, first-hand experience it definitely does hurt a little more than normal. Absolutely. He does also have access to enchanted weapons and armor, as I'm sure from the looks of the states of you, you quite possibly found out. He has a most extensive training, for sure. He has earned this title. Is there is time? Okay. You do it. No, I was, I was just. Uh, it, it was a, indeed a, a an eye-opening experience and one that uh, that shall not be forgotten in a hurry. Notes. If there is time, I would like to study the void magic to see if I can fix it. It is entirely possible that that could be possible, yes. Uh, I'm sure there are ways of dealing with it. Spender, if you would like, I have a few void spells if you need someone to cast spells for you to study as well. Yes, that might work. I would like to see the formulas first. Ah. I could maybe learn blood magic. That might be really cool. <laughs> oh no. All of the immortals suddenly Zola's eyes widen as wide as humanoid eyes can physically go. I'm sure that would be interesting, yes. Uh, that said, uh, it was always the intention that you would not go up against the immortals without at least one or two new spells across the board. Oh. Nice. Although the fact that you have immediately focused on blood and void magic is <laughs> worrying. Hey, I brought up battle magic. <laughs> I just thought it was cool. I know how to. I just. Ugh. Mira's just kind of shrugging. She probably doesn't think any. Like, she doesn't yeah. probably think it's a negative. She's just like, it's blood, right? So that's kind of cool. It's an endless supply of material components. <laughs> yeah, I'm so confused is, as to why this could be bad. It certainly does. Uh, have its applications, but it is something which should be treated with caution and respect, uh -huh. but yeah. definitely a good level of caution. For example, uh, one should always be very, very careful where they bleed. Uh, Thogol, can you... Oh, fuck. <laughs> Make me a constitution saving throw, please. Oh! Uh, oh! 
if you're within 10 feet, you get the extra three. If you're in, within 10 feet of Simmeril. Cool. Simmeril. Oh, motherfucker. That was a 20. So, uh, perfect. <laughs> perfect. Beautiful. So just, for example, you we should be it. very careful when you, where you bleed. And he pulls a small vial from his pocket gestures towards Thorgal, you see this vial starts to glow. Uh, he mutters a quick word under his breath and just, for example, uh, Tolmanok, would you please be a deer and spin around in a circle and then sit on the ground? <laughs> I'm assuming I do so, so... Um, if the... Yep. <laughs> you specify a general course of action. If the creature completes the order and doesn't receive further direction, it defends and preserves itself to the best of its ability. So yeah, you watch as Thorgol spins around and sits. <laughs> Almost faster than Thorgol realizes what happens. And when he said, what... What... What just happened? Oh, oh, I read about this. You are blood puppet. He controls you. Oh, wow. See, That's very cool. This is why it is important to be clean. Steve, Sam, aren't you glad I cleaned you? I, I, I am incredibly grateful, and I look forward to seeing what mysteries can be and uh, can be revealed through the angelic magic uh, you may stand up now <laughs> <laughs> actually if i can do a touch a wreck on him touch a wreck on him several's uh, sure. as yet he is not mentioning any specific school of magic he's just like he's just keeping stum he's like side eyeing mira being like you're that's pretty bad. That's uh, that's in those bad books. <laughs> Trust me, Mira's like in those bad books. <laughs> they, Mira wrote some of them. <laughs> Problem uh, A, who knows? <laughs> uh, duly noted the point you're trying to make. Rest assured, uh, this will not be used for it was simply a demonstration, and uh, I do feel I should inform you that we will be keeping it just in case. And he slides the vial back into a pouch on his belt. Oh, I don't like that! <laughs> clicks his fingers and Thorgol, you feel no different, really, other than this slight kind of presence at the back of your mind that you weren't quite aware of at the time until it had gone. You weren't quite aware that you did literally feel like your body wasn't your own for a second. Fair enough. So Rel needs to get his hands on that vial. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he just bleeds everywhere, so you probably mm, Yeah, that. that's true. Yeah. yeah. Um, he really into does. He really training tomorrow, immediately gets puppeted again. <laughs> <laughs> Walks down the street, gets puppeted. Stop bleeding everywhere. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. <laughs> and he just. But yes. But, as fun as the. To get control of Blood Puppet, you'd have to learn the dark magic. Yeah, no. <laughs> 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 
as far as the high persuasion check can be. They are still something which should be treated with a healthy fear and respect. Of course. But your evening and your will is your own. Unless there is anything else you would like to know from me, I will leave you to yourselves uh, for now. Sarah would just uh, would, would pipe up. Um, Zola, if if it is all right with you, I wouldn't mind just a few moments of your time privately, no. if that is all right. <laughs> Very well. Like if, if Spanner like has a like a quiz, quizzical or like what are you doing? Look, Samuel, um, he'll just be like, he kind of give the look of like it's okay, I got this, it's fine, we're all good. I will. Uh, would you like to do this inside or out here and meet the others back at the house? If there is somewhere, it looks around. If there is somewhere more private, it would be appreciated. Inside it is. preferred. I will see the rest of you tomorrow, perhaps. I'm just kind of... Yes, yes, okay. oh yes. Could they have a nice Slight evening? And opens the door for Semerel to walk in. Semerel does so. Cool. He, uh, he follows you in, he shuts the door, and a beholder drops from the ceiling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a pinata, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Morning star kebab. Oh, candy. Uh, <laughs> ooh, piece of candy. Uh, <laughs> what is it that you wish to discuss? Please, Zola, forgive the, the privacy, but there are some personal things that I would rather remain personal. Um, I have this itch, this rash. No, um, <laughs> my friend will show me where it hurts. <laughs> it hurts when I pee. Uh, um, the the weapons master, those angelic seals, or the angelic seal. That is some. Where would one perhaps learn that magic? That is interesting. It could be learned here in the city. Uh, it is less a magic which can be learned like most others, and more that one is able to learn seals. Does that make sense? <laughs> Lawrence says no. Semerald probably says yes. Um. <laughs> it is not necessarily that a wizard can see an angelic seal spell in a spell book and copy it. The seal in and of itself is the spell. And generally, it must be taught rather than copied or found. It often comes from hearing one spoken aloud, seeing it written down, and knowing how to write it. Much like with how one can only learn a void spell through the passage of speech. To write them down is generally Heresy. not a good idea. The book will rot. 
I assure you, I have no desire or wish to begin encroaching on on that magic. But Merely yes, an example, if the, but... of course, if there is if there is a way, if if there is a, a willing teacher in who is available, I would be most grateful for their time to learn the angelic seal. There are many at our disposal that we have particularly for this, the minute the council were beginning to prepare for the idea that people might arrive who might be able to take on the immortals and would therefore likely need our help. Masters of much of this magic were brought into discussions. There are many who are willing to help. I look forward to benefiting from their time and their knowledge. I thank you, Zola. That is okay. Is uh, there? So we'll go and hold, oh, go and hold the door else? open for Zola. Please, nothing from me. I do not wish to take up any more of your time. Thank you. Oh, good night. And like he's definitely showing no sign of leaving, given that this is his house. Oh shit! I mean, he'll, he'll he'll stand there. He'll he'll go towards the door and be like, "Jimma, I'm I'm good. You good? Yeah, let's go." Uh, no, thank you for he's just thank had you one for of those awkward moments, like when it's, it's your like, birthday at the restaurant and the waiter's like, "Oh, happy birthday!" And you're like, "Thanks, you too." Shit. You too. <laughs> I'll enjoy your meal. Thanks, you too. Ah. Oh, uh, so I will we'll offer him a bow and promptly fuck off. <laughs> cool. Um, are you guys doing anything on the way back to Mira's while Semarel is having his little chat with Zola? Uh, I think Thorgal would kind of ask Spanner to possibly clean uh, some clean magic if she's okay with it. Yes, this is fine. She gets out her little little tin box of, of nanobots. Oh. <laughs> they My fly bad, out right? like... Uh, <laughs> Like, almost like little mosquitoes. They like out in a little cloud, but they land on you and they're the little maids and they all over. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. It was needed after a hard day of training. Something spender about <clears throat> void magic if you're looking to stabilize it. Could you see if there's a way to. So I've use so i don't know if you've seen me use any of them yet but they tend to hurt people that aren't my targets uh if there's a way to essentially make it where you can't hear void magic uses a lot of it's hard to say it's words i don't even understand still when i use them but anyone who hears them seems to be affected even if I'm not trying to harm them, myself included. To interject um, slightly, Thorgal would likely know it is referred to commonly as void speech. Void speech, okay, cool. Uh, it's known as void speech. Uh, when I speak it, my lips begin to crack um, and my tongue blisters 
but those who hear it, including myself, are at the risk of feeling the effects of just hearing void speech. I will keep this in mind. There is a lot of uh, raw power being put into these spells, I think. It needs to be organized. Would be like making a fireball in the middle of a party. Oh. And you have to be aware of, of the repercussions of your spell use. Agreed. A mistake of my youth at learning this that I'm trying to get from. So, I mean, out of character, I have no idea if I can do anything with these spells, yeah, but Spanner's obviously. gonna fucking try. <laughs> a slight retcon. Just some magic earmuffs. A slight retcon from Mitch, because I'm a dumb dumb head. There are actually some angelic spells as well as angelic seals. Yeah. I noticed. Mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And but. they definitely also need some tweaking. Right now, they've just been taken straight from things. But, um... They are I'm sure, usable. No, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure they won't be, like, insanely broken. It'll be fine. Just leave them as they are. Yes. What, you mean the Dangerous Aid of Wrath, the third level spell that does 2d8 oh, Radiant and 2d8 Fire? Yeah, that one. Uh, I like that one. Uh, that sounds <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was just thrown in there so I'd have them there ready to go because I knew you'd possibly want to use them and I can tweak them later. <laughs> anyway. Cyril takes a sudden long rest so that he can reorganize his spells. On the walk, uh, Spainer will take out uh, her wand slash screwdriver from, from her top bun and just start uh, kind of ch- ch- there's dials and toggles and various levers and stuff on it that are kind of like slides and stuff and starts kind of reconfiguring it into uh cooking utensils (laughs) so that she's ready to go soon as they get like oh neat a wand oh it's a spatula (laughs) yeah it becomes mirror's mind is blown (laughs) (laughs) and uh because it's a uh all-purpose what is it what's it called the tool of the trade or something isn't it well she's got that but then she also has the um hold on yeah the all-purpose tool so she is now uh proficient for the time being in cook's utensils (laughs) (laughs) she's so it's kind of like she's like as she's doing it she's sort of like reviewing in her head you know some some uh cooking techniques some just reading up on some gordon (laughs) ramsay she's like downloading Amazing. Paladin. No, not Paladin. Uh, but, you know, yep. Alton Brown. She's getting some there Alton Brown uploaded into her brain. Yes, yes, yes. There will be some good eats later, for sure. Cool. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Hell yeah. Which point you guys reach the house and Semarel catches up a short while later. <laughs> Um, uh, 
Mira opens the door and is like, welcome to my humble abode. And um, yeah, she opens the door and it's, yeah, full of stuff. <laughs> Definite like scratches along the ceiling from where the head of the golem had just been scraping. <laughs> oh, I, I'll have to cover that maybe. I might, wait, maybe I could fix, hold on. Mira just is like using all of her brain power. Oh, I'll fix it. Um, and then she looks at Thurgol and is like, can you lift me up? Remember? <laughs> so, certainly. And I'll grab Mira up and hold her up to my full seven foot height. <laughs> she touches the ceiling and, and casts mending. So she <laughs> can fix. Yeah, definitely Perfect. not like deep enough damage that mending couldn't fix it. Amazing. Um, then she just like looks around from like seven feet and is like, I I guess I could see why this would feel a little cramped for someone of your height and size. Um, As Spanner's like, <laughs> everyone's stooped over a little bit. Yeah, this is meant for like people of six feet. <laughs> I saw the idea of it, like, now there's like three Gandalfs in the Hobbit hole. Yeah. Just like banging into the It looks like a Hobbit hole. That's it. And Spanner's like, what? On the tail end of that? Spanner's six. Six, eight, I think. Six, eight. Everyone's, yeah. been, everyone's yeah. bending over. This yeah. is not. The Spanner's a small This is six, five. Samira. She's yeah. six, five. Yeah, everyone but Mira is over six foot. Oh my god! But for her race. Mira is me with my friends. Spanner is very small. Yes. Okay. She is a petite little fur bulk. Um, Itty bitty. Mira's just like, I'm really sorry that I have a ceiling. That is her apology. <laughs> okay, Sorry, you have I lots of things. I could make so many things with what you have in here. So many. Oh, uh, feel free to use it. If you have any questions, just let me know. I've just, you know, I've, I've just collected a lot of things over a, a, a very long time. Um, there's stuff on, on the ceiling, and that's how uh, uh, Thurgle has the little bell on his... Oh, he's still holding her, so she's like... Bing! Dings the <laughs> dings the bell. See, perfect. It's uh, it's uh, he dings it, and then I I I know that he's around. Um, you we could get you a bell too. To you could put it in. We could get everyone a bell. Everyone could have bells. We could, there's so many. I have a lot of things. Well, welcome. Thank you. I apologize for my delay. It is uh, a wonderfully homey home. It is pleasant, I'm sure. I'm sure you're very happy and comfortable here. Thank you for allowing me in. Oh, that is very sweet. Yeah, it's, um, I like it here. It's, um, it's homey. I have so many things. So many things. At this point, probably throw a hole now and set you down. Welcome to my home. It's just slowly lowered down. Yeah, I love it. I love that idea. Like Thorgal, just like, like at the end, just like struggling, and like suddenly Mira is like, "Are you all right? You seem to be shaking somewhat, Mira." You, oh yes, yeah, of course. Yeah. The giant minotaur behind you. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Not six foot tall. Yeah, so. no, tiny, tiny yeah. Um, yeah. person. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, so she just like kind of, yeah, I, uh, you know, makes a way, makes room, takes Spanner to the kitchen and is like, okay, um, I don't, I don't generally cook a lot, but it's, you know, very clean in here. Um, because I don't use it a lot, and um, we can just DoorDash everywhere. Yeah, I just DoorDash everything. Um, Uber Eats, my favorite. Honestly, you guys don't have them. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. What is this Uber Eats? It is a strange dialect I've not heard of before. This kobold who runs food to people. Uh, well, we yeah, have a just... we have a kobold named uh, Door. Who delivers nice. food in our game? Who dashes everybody? <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, he, uh, he runs a, a central company out of the tavern. He calls it his Grubhub. You know. Nice. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um. I. Uh, yeah. I. I. I get. I get. Uh, takeaway. I've invented that word. I guess. Um. <laughs> I take it away from the tavern. Get it? They feed me. Um, they keep me alive. Um, yeah, so uh, please feel free to cook here and uh, I'll get a room set up. Uh, rooms, rooms, rooms. You need one and Sam needs one and uh, Thorgal already has one and I don't think I have that many rooms but I have a futon. Sam <laughs> <laughs> um, and I always share a room. We do not need separate rooms. Oh, okay. That's, that's, um, room sharing is very economical. Yes. It's, yeah, it's, it's efficient. <laughs> yeah, money. truly. Uh, yes. Yes, it does. I I assume. I don't know. I've never really sh- shared rooms. It's fine. I don't. I don't have a lot of friends. <laughs> Very so sad. Spider has no idea how to respond to that. <laughs> you have. You have friends here in this room. I think, Mira. So nice. At least I speak for myself. Oh, thank yes. you. We had yeah. Someone was like, uh, "Wait, who's Mira? <laughs> <laughs> Where'd she go? I lost her. He's just, he's just only looking at like the seven foot. Oh, you're down there. Oh, wow. <laughs> <Hi>. <laughs> Hello, mortal. <laughs> She's so tiny, I forget about her. Uh, Mira, if you don't have the room, I can sleep in this living area so Sam and Spanner can have the room. Uh, yeah, I... Don't know how many I... rooms Mira has in her house. Good question. Uh, three? That feels normal. Sure. I don't know what's in the third room. <laughs> but, uh, don't open really that clean. door. <laughs> yeah. Mira's like, I have another room. I just don't use it a lot. Um, That's where I died once. <laughs> <laughs> Mira's like, yeah, we, we don't know. We've never really gone in there. We keep that door shut. You open it. There's like a cult in the middle of a ritual. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have to move now. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just move the, the doorknob to the other side of the door and try again. And then oh, it right. to another scene. 
There you go. Yeah, she's like, no, 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 no. I, I have another room, and um, that's Skeletons where I keep the come futon. out. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, yeah, she goes and. Stayed before. <laughs> These were my friends. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> just stuffed figures of Yuri, Mary, and Ethan. Savory. <laughs> People Mira she's met. Yeah. Figures out the. the the room situation. Spanner, uh-huh. as you head to the kitchen, there's there's not really like a cooking thing. I assume it's just a d20 and then plus proficiency because you're proficient with the tools. Mm-hmm. Or we just say that people know how to cook. All that. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. I just um, wanted to see how well the bread came out, to be honest. That was all more. Alright, so I'm going to do... Well, it. I would, I would say... Um, it's an intelligence roll with a proficiency because of the tools. Because, or you could say that. it's wisdom. Either one. I was gonna say either that or a survival check. <coughs> possibly makes sense, but I'm down for either. Voila. So, hold on. Let me make a um thing real quick. Yeah. Let me edit this. Mostly, I just no. want to see how seal-like the bread comes out. That's the only reason right, I'm right. not just saying, oh yeah, you just make it. I want to see if they yeah, come I... out as lumps or seals. <laughs> Will it get you the Master Baker Award for the week? <laughs> it might. This week, your task No soggy bottoms, excellent flavors, good bake all It's that. bread week in the tent. Exactly. <laughs> it's bread week at Mira's house. Mira opens the other door and out comes Mary Berry. Yeah. Dreams! Dreams come true! (laughs) Anyway, uh, Great British Bake Off one shot win. (laughs) (laughs) You you think I'm joking. Let me tell you about who would be 100% on board for that. Casey. The fight is you fight a piece of big cake that's a mimic or something. You fight a giant garlic bread. Nice. Okay. So just a, a 12 on the first batch. And then if there's time, she'll make a second batch. And that's a 20. I'm sure there's time. And then while things are baking, because it's just what Spanner does, she's going to just... She doesn't even, I don't think, realizes that she does it, but she's going to start tinkering anything within arm's reach. Uh, Mira, by the time Spanner leaves, your house is going to be so full of little automatons just doing Amazing. random little things. What is my purpose? You spread butter. Yep. Oh, it's going to be stuff like that. Amazing. And uh, you're going to have Rube, Rube Goldberg stuff. Just, if you press Hell this, it will yeah. open your door. You'll it takes You've two minutes longer to open your door, but you don't have to open your door yourself. Oh, yeah. I made little automatons to reset the whole thing. You don't even have to reset. It is it is fully uh, in-house. Like, just shit like that is going to be all over oh, your yeah. home. You, like, <laughs> That's amazing. You come back at the end of the first batch. Your sink's been fixed. You've now got this thing that can apparently wash dishes for you. <laughs> It's the house All of, of tomorrow! <laughs> All of her books have been organized. Yeah, Everything's like, color-coded. 
Yeah, but it's all out of like found objects and stuff. So it's, you know, a a dishwasher bot that's made from like a scarf, a a hairbrush, some random bits of metal. I don't know, there's there's a bell on it. Yeah, its head is a bell, but you know. If there's one person that would appreciate this, it's Mira. She just, would. Uh, this is her dream. She's probably also just built like rubbish disposal into the sink, so now like mm-hmm. you could just wash off the plate and any miscellaneous food you could just put in the garbage disposal. There's a. There's gonna be a bot made with some some nice gloves that sole purpose is just to tuck in sheets around the bed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's All so while amazing. While making bread at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, while wow. it's baking, you got to do something. Yeah. All right. While uh, the baking and automaton making is going on, that was totally intentional. <laughs> there, I will say. While uh, uh, bodies are shaking, bed is breaking, and automatons be making. Uh, Thorgal will have probably found himself a spot in the uh, what I would assume is like the den of Mira's house and uh, asking Sam to take a seat. I had wanted to continue our conversation earlier if you don't mind, Sam. Of, of course, uh, please. Uh, Ed Samuel takes, uh, takes the, the seats and uh, sits and leans slightly forward. Uh, of, of course, Juminok, what uh, uh, what did you have in mind? So, As an errant uh, bot comes running in, sentience is mine! Someone <laughs> Spanish like, no, no. Chases it round, runs out. <laughs> I remember you said the oath that you took upon yourself. It was a choice not given to you, but made for you, correct? Am I remembering that right? It, yes and no, Tuminok. It was, the offer was put to me to take the oath or to not take the oath, as it had similarities and bore similar messages to those that my father preached. I felt only right to uh, take that oath. What would have... What laid before you if you did not take the oath? Several pauses for a moment and kind of... uh, and thinks, and... uh, I, I do not know. It... It was never a doubt in my mind. It was never a question to ask what would happen had I refused or declined the oath. It it was as if I should have been there and my life had led me to that moment. It only felt right to take that oath. That is what I wanted to take. The, the declining or refusal of the oath was never an option for me one that I never an option that I would have given myself interesting <clears throat> you are a peculiar person Samuel I must say do you ever wonder about what would have 
been of your life if had you not taken your own? It sort of chuckles slightly to himself. I am a peculiar one. <laughs> like he used without sin. Um, <laughs> it's like, you're a color changing, bleeding bull. Let's <laughs> put this in perspective. <laughs> um, it. Forg- uh, uh, forgive me. Uh, what's the what was the question? <laughs> I was dumbstruck uh, by that. You're weird. Well, no, I hadn't seen that. Thor would go. Forgive me. I mean, no offense by it at all. It's just. I'm not used to... I don't feel I've had many run-ins with your kind before. It's interesting to see conviction in a way that you have. No, at least on surface, ulterior motives. It's in a sense refreshing to know that there are, as I've said before, there are those who, when they have a code and conviction, they stick to it no matter what. I find that today it's, and even from other times, that people are usually easily shaken. Thank you, Chuminok. You may, you may well have run into any number of those of the order that I that I am a part of, those of us that have taken the oath of Kahir, we we are not bold. We are not loud. We do not seek glory. A a job well done is is all that we require. Knowing that we have done our best, and my word is my promise. I I will always do what I can to protect those who are being harmed and I will always treat others with fairness those are parts of the oath that I have taken and it does not it does not ring too well with me at all to have bards singing tales of the achievements of my order. It's, we are one that just simply does what we are intended to do, what we are set out to do. We do not seek praise, we do not seek fame, we do not seek fortune. We simply strive to destroy evil and ensure that the world Ah, is good. That I think is another question as well. What, what is evil but the point of view, perhaps? Is it evil to steal, for instance, a loaf of bread to feed your family? And Samuel smiles, and that that is a question that is often posed. Is it, or a grander scheme than a mere meager bread thief in the, is it evil to search for ways to undo wrongs and uh, bring forth justice against those that have wronged you and those you cared about and in doing so maybe some lives are lost lives are lost they are and justice is for the gods to bestow it is not for us to impart 
or seek to bring forth their justice. They are infinitely wiser than all of us, and the destroying evil is not a literal statement. It can take many forms. It, if, uh, if there were someone stealing a loaf of bread, as you say, why not offer the why not offer them offer to pay the merchant or the vendor the baker to pay for their pay for that bread indeed hey (laughs) why yeah where where the fuck did candlesticks come into it um this is about bread um if i were to reimburse the seller is that not undoing destroying if you will the evil of the theft is is it not better to encourage the one that stole the bread to not to steal to find a source of income or merely to donate any any just any sort of uh, like pats uh, his arms box that's like right on the top of his backpack and it jingles with a few coins in it now a few more than there were earlier um is it not better to... That is why I collect these donations for such instances. But uh, I raise you the question of teaching or helping the beggar get a source of income or paying the merchant for the bread nearly puts a band-aid on the deeper issue, wouldn't you say? Why perhaps is this person in poverty and driven to such means? For instance, such as you can band-aid finding a new home if you're exiled from it, but you'll truly never be home. Those uh, are much deeper issues that one person cannot solve. We can we can all make small changes that that can equate to vast swathes of change in villages and towns wherever we wherever our path may lead us i do what i can for those that i can for those who are entrusted into my care not uh, not unlike spanner we have we have become very close over the years and i do consider that i care for her i must protect her and be responsible for my actions. If there are consequences of what I do, I must face those consequences. Such as if I only make a a small donation to the bread thief that is only able to sustain him and his family for, or them and their family for simply a few days, perhaps I could direct them to a a church or a, a holy temple where they may seek council there are and there are many networks of many faiths and organizations that will that will that strive to undo those injustices and if you have been if there is someone who has been taken from their home i i cannot rehome them but whilst i am at their side they will be protected they will be guarded and I take comfort in that. I cannot change the world, but I can 
do all that I can to change one person. I mean, saying you can't change the world when we're on the verge of something that very well might seems, with all due respect, somewhere a little. Ignorance is not the right word. Maybe self-doubtful of yourself and maybe too comforting or too, too much belief in those above us and below us to have our needs in mind. I, I am an instrument of Kahir. I do as Kahir guides me and as Kahir wishes. As I say, it is not, I cannot change the world. However, those, if I am part of something that can, then I will do my best for those around me. It is not one person that can change the world, but even a handful of the right people, those who can wield the magic as, as I saw you wield earlier. That is something that I am incredibly aware of that I cannot do. I know my limitations and I, and I have to have faith that Kahir will afford me the tools and the knowledge and the wisdom to aid those around me to the ultimate end goal of destroying evil. I understand. <clears throat> I leave you with one question. It seems like perhaps the bread is done, and I don't know about you, but it smells delicious. <laughs> it smells fantastic, of course. As you know, we are going down the roads with heretical things. Things I myself study in, things your friend Spanner and our new acquaintance and friend Mira has experienced interest in. So the question I leave to you, Samuel, is you say you are a tool of Kahir and you follow their will without question. What if that will conflicts with your own oath to protect Spanner? And Thorgo will get up and walk to the kitchen. Someone's going to sit there pondering, like, I have an existential crisis now, and be like, well, <laughs> shit. <laughs> we start with the existential crisis, then we turn them to the Sith side. That's, That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Plagued by dreams of Spanner having, of being a Spanner just being hurt. Oathbreaker? <laughs> what? I mean, what? <laughs> and with that, you, uh, you head back inside and there's two trays before you, one of bread shaped like very happy looking seals with <gasps> halos and wings. Uh, one that kind of looks the same, but also some of them are a bit <laughs> misshapen and a bit, some look sad instead of happy. Some look like they have arms instead of wings. One of them probably accidentally has a penis somehow, because that somehow. just always happens. Um, mm. And you get the sense it's like, first try, second try, perfected. <laughs> and it does. And there's little and automatons awesome. everywhere. <laughs> also, that I imagine yeah. Thorgol 
dropped his bomb, left the room, and just immediately tripped over like a Roomba. Oh no, no, come on! I didn't trip, <laughs> just leave the room. It's fine, Senorel will too, because neither of the two of you are aware that Spanner's been doing this. Mira's been watching from a safe distance. You guys mm-hmm. are walking back into rooms full of tiny little bots. At least one person's tripping. <laughs> and it's Hard probably the guy with a nine passive perception. <laughs> Pardon me. Excuse me. Hi. <laughs> Past every little bot. Yeah. She's like, I have to name all of you. I'm just gonna... I have a book of names somewhere. Um... We'll nice. just have to. We'll work. We'll yeah. work on it. There's one bigger bot in the corner that kind of looks like an octopus that just folds clothes. <gasps> wow, <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, I don't think Sims probably not gotten to see Spanner do this level of stuff because there's not usually this much crap around for her. Like, <laughs> so, so much crap. So much crap. But the piles are starting to shrink jobs. as they become things. <laughs> Amazing. Um, did give her permission, so that's what she's doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like Mira doesn't know what half this shit is anymore. Like On the bright side... At least the place is, for the most part, somewhat less cluttered. Like, a lot of the general clutter Mm -hmm. is now in bots, but also Mm -hmm. there's now a lot of bots everywhere. (laughs) So, like, it's still kind of cluttered, but it's not Mm -hmm. loads of stuff everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. At least two of them do explode. Uh, and uh, Spanner will. Oh, sorry, I did not exactly know what that was, but now it's we know a- it was not stable. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, that's fine. One of them is just for the sole purpose of launching bath bombs directly into your bath. <gasps> and there's a couple of splats on the walls where it missed the first few times while Spanner was calibrating its aim. It's perfect. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's actually like a little ramp that, it, like a wire ramp that the ball rolls down, <laughs> like and the ball like runs on top of the the ball. And when it gets to the end, it like soccer ball kicks it off the the end nice. of the ramp um, into the tub. I'm 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 basically picturing it like the ramp for kids when you go bowling and they can put the bowling ball on it and push it down the <laughs> yeah, ramp. Yeah, exactly and then it like just that. Has something to give it a little bit extra. <laughs> Wait, yeah. that's just for um, kids. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, buddy. Oops. Let's go to the um, be using the bumpers. They've been lying to you. And uh, with that, as even the misshapen ones are still awesome bread. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys, carbo load. Load up on the carbs, ready for more training and more book reading. Mm-hmm. It's the slow release mm-hmm. energy, to be fair. And oh no, we get a level from the bread. Just kidding. <laughs> it's that good. <laughs> it's that bread. I'll take that. Shoving down the loads. Skyrim status. Yeah. Go take that chef feet real quick. Nice. <laughs> um, and with that, we will bring this session to an end as everyone probably sits around a table that's a little too small on chairs that are just a little bit too small for everyone except Mira. Um, and has a nice little evening of bread and whatever else food Mira happens to have lying around. If not, it's just bread. 
It's probably just, she probably has got like some wine or something. But like it's under, it's like under a cupboard or something. So she's like, I have wine. And she like opens up like whatever's under the sink and then has to kind of like crawl. Nice. Like she's almost completely underneath and then she pulls it out and like <gasps> blows off all this dust and is like, I have some really nice wine. <laughs> I don't know where it is, where it's from, or how old it is, but I also have cups. No, probably from somewhere in the Feywild. <laughs> probably. Just happened to come back with her, so it's just like some random enchanted wine, and everyone's just going to immediately pass out. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we uh, we will leave it with a very pleasant evening of presumably fun conversations and Samarel pretending he is fine while internally screaming. <laughs> um, and uh, we will leave it there for this session. Uh, and we will effectively fast forward the next bits of research and training using some downtime. Um, Yay. I think is a good plan and we will see you all next time on practical heroes <laughs> and then a beholder drops from the ceiling <laughs> oh i forgot where i put that <laughs>